Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And we got a good show for you guys today. We are going to give some more thoughts on Operation Burnt Horizon. We actually played it this week. More thoughts! Yeah, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, And then there's some patch notes to talk about. And uh, then we'll do listener questions like always. Yes, I also have one Reddit post to share. Two, actually. I have two mm, Reddit posts to share. Some Reddit posts. Some Reddit, Reddit, Reddit posts. All right, then. Reddit. So let's dive into... Read what? Because I read it. On Reddit? I read it on Reddit. Ah, I understand now. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into uh, Operation... Also because it's red. Burnt Horizon. It's actually more orange. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. But Burnt Horizon. Can you continue not get distracted, please? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we, we actually played some Siege this week, which was fun, except for playing with randoms. Yeah, we, 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 we finally, like, moved Whoa. on. <laughs> <laughs> we moved on from, uh, Satisfactory to go play some, like, a real game, and then we started playing with... <laughs> a finished just, game. Let's, let's, a finished game. <laughs> a finished game. At least a game. And we, uh, we, we were playing with randoms at first and ranked, and that just wasn't good. Like, yeah, we, so, so we played one match... Uh, so we were doing our placement matches in ranked. Mm-hmm. The first match, like our team was just bad. Yeah, like they, they like, were they were okay. One guy was talking, but he was just complaining. He wasn't ever giving call outs or anything. He right. was just like, and the other two were silent. Yeah, and so uh, that's so annoying. It's like if uh, don't play ranked if you're not going to talk. Yeah, very frustrating. Or at least like, and the guy that was talking, he was just like complaining after every death. They're being like, after he died, he'd be like, oh, they're here. It's like, why don't like. You should be doing the whole time. Like, if you had told me they were in kids' bedroom while you were fighting them, like, I could have helped you. Right. Uh, so, I mean, that was kind of your standard, just playing with randoms. But then the next game, we're up two to one. In, and then, like, somebody disconnected. Well, somebody disconnected in it, like, after, like, one zero one one or something. Mm-hmm. And then we're up two to one. Like, we had one around four v five. And then a, a second guy quits. So now it's a three v five. And, like, we were up. And we ended up taking him to overtime. I think they won 5-3 in the end. But, like, that was very frustrating. Yeah. It was really dumb. And like, this is our placement matches. And you guys are throwing them for us. Like, this sucks. Yeah. I There should be... I, don't, I mean, we don't know if there is or not, really. But there should be some sort of way where it's like, okay, you're not going to lose that much MMR because two of your teammates left. Right. At the very beginning. Yeah. It would it's be like, nice. I don't think that there is. No, probably not. But there right. should Cause be. Because the problem is, if you do stuff like that, then people will game it. Right? Yeah. Um, so it sucks, but ah, guys, okay. If you play ranked with like, if you're solo queuing or whatever in ranked, like be good to your team, you know, be, be a good teammate. Yes, please Just, do at the very least stay and finish the game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I understand stuff comes up like that happens, but like, ugh, come on. Uh, anyway, let's talk about actual burnt horizon. Uh, so Mozzie's really good. Mozzie is really good. He's too good. He's—I don't know. I don't think he's too good. No, he's, he's not too good. But I mean, it's like he's, he's too good. good. <laughs> he's really fun. Yeah. So we had like we had one really great play where uh, we were on Fortress, which we don't really know that map very well. So like we struggle on it typically. But uh, it was it was the game that we lost to our teammates on. It was just before we lost them. It was that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we had lost one already. Yeah. Uh, but so so I was playing Mozzie. And like this was the first real Mozzie round I played. Like I played him a few times in um 
in the test server just to like understand how he worked. But then mostly like you were playing a lot of Mozzie in test server and I was playing more gridlock. And so like, I didn't really play that much Mozzie. Um, but like, so this is the first time I really played him. And so I got a couple of drones and like Chris was roaming. And so like I went and I found a guy that was like directly below or above or below you directly below you. Yes. And you were like trying to peek him through the floorboards and you couldn't find him. And so then like, I went down to like find him for you. I was like, oh, he's on the stairs. And like, you were able to peek him perfectly because of that. And like, mm-hmm. you came down and we got down to the last guy. And like, I was like, I went and found him with my drone and then like was able to direct you right to where he was. And then like, you know, just follow him as he was moving throughout. And so like, it was so sweet just being able to have like this mobile camera, like directing you as you're roaming. And just like, cause like you have cameras otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you choose operators with cameras, like you can see a lot of the map, but then it's like, they move out of your sight line and you're like yep. well he went around that corner i can't help you i don't know if he went through the door or if he went down the yeah. hall or if he's just waiting for you around the corner you know like it was so cool just to be like have this drone just like chasing this guy and you're like you're like okay how far down the hall is he i'm like oh he's halfway down the hall behind the soda machine i'll spot him <laughs> for you and like peek out spot and like save my drone and then you peek and you just like headshot him it's like oh this is so awesome <laughs> it was good i have a i have a clip of it so we can upload that so you guys can see it but it was really, really nice just to have the drone in front of me. And it was like that, like that part too, like how far away is it? Cause I had an SMG and I had a shotgun. So I was trying to figure out like, should I peek the hallway with my shotgun or should I peek with the SMG? Yeah. Like, oh, he's, ha- he's halfway down the hall. Like he's far. It's like, okay. SMG. Yeah. So I turned the corner with the SMG just as Ryan spots him. It was like perfect spot. Just as I turned the corner and just perfect headshot with the SMG. It's like, oh wow, so that good. was good. I think like one thing that's underrated about that is that like, so even if you have somebody doing cams for you like the there's not much of a guarantee that they're going to like stay active on the cameras, especially if they're dead, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, I'm watching cams, but they're like not really watching cameras. They're kind of mm-hmm. like on Reddit or whatever, or just like not that focused. Yeah. But like when you're actually driving a drone, you know, and like you're still alive in the match, like you have a little more investment there and like yeah. you're actively doing something. So like it keeps you engaged with the person that you're working with. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think that's like an underrated, uh, like, bonus of that kind of camera right mozzie too like requires definitely someone that's willing to communicate like a lot with mozzie because especially if you're going to go help roamer hopefully your roamer is also going to communicate with you but you can do serious damage if you're both like actively talking to each other right right like you can do some good stuff yeah so that that was fun and then like i don't know it's just so cool like of course you have drones on attack too so that's not like an unfamiliar situation we've all had that situation but like there's just something about having it on defense where like you know like you know where they're coming you know like you know that they're coming toward a certain point of the map versus like when you're when you're attacking you just never know where the defenders are going to be right right like as a defender you know that that they have this objective that they have to get to so like there's that and then there's like knowing where traps are and stuff like that so like it's just it's such a different dynamic it's like it's really really cool i'm looking forward to playing more mozzie He's just so great to have, too. It's also so fun just being mute and like, hey, I got you, drone. Yeah. Like the preparation phase ends. Like, oh, I'll just put a jammer on this guy right now. And then Mozzie will come get him when he has a, when he has a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, Anything on Mozzie? Anything else on Mozzie? Or no, we... but just like the map in general. We got to play Outback again in ranked play. And like, yeah, it was it was good. Like, it's it's really a good map. It's better in ranked than it is in casual, turns out. Yeah. Just like it. And it's just good. Like in general, it's just, it's a good map. It really is. Like I'm super impressed with it. Yeah. I like a really good job. Yeah. Um, 
I like like there's just like little little things that I like about it. Like I really like that um, exterior balcony that's like between the two upstairs hallways. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's just like it's in a really good spot where attackers can come up there and sort of have options as to like which side they're going in, or they can like rotate through there or whatever. Or defenders too really can mm-hmm. rotate through there, but just like just like little details like that where it's like okay, this is more of an attacker zone, but it sort of is like a little bit inside of mm-hmm. the buildings like you know yeah area so like that's cool um i like the distinctiveness of it like the the hanging shark is a huge landmark that like everybody knows where it is the right the mechanical bowl you know like yep. there's these big landmarks that like oh oh i see how these rooms connect now because there's the bowl you know yeah and like and, like we're missing that in fortress right it's like oh here's a trophy and it's something that they like emphasize was in it like this map's so easy to differentiate because there's so many landmarks and right. you can tell different parts of the map. Right. It's like, okay, yeah, the medical facility does look different than the rest of it, but also it's like on the corner of the map where nobody ever goes. Yeah. So like, I don't even know where that is in my head. Like if you asked me to find it, I wouldn't be able to, Yeah. you know? And so it's like, they, they like there are things in there that are distinctive, but like not enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's it called again? Back, back, outback, outback. Thank you. I was gonna say back out, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> outback. That's what I do when I see it. I back out. Um, outback, though, like it's impressive how, and I've talked about this already, but just like how I know it already. Like I don't, I don't know each room specifically, but I can get around pretty well in outback. Like mm-hmm. I can flank pretty well in outback already. Right. It's like I've played this map like four times. Right. Well, part of that too is just that it's smaller, right? And yeah, like it is, and smaller, not even just like good. Not even just like the area that it covers or whatever, but like just that it sort of is it it's confined like it it folds back on itself mm-hmm. and so it just doesn't take up as much area or i can't explain this right but like it's not just a huge like long thing right mm-hmm. it's sort of like it's i don't even know what the shape is it more of an l shape i think yeah, it's kind, kind of an of. l shape or like a t shape it's it's kind of l-ish and so yeah in like in that way it just it makes it easier to like come like cut across the map and come back to the other side right and so mm-hmm. like that is uh really really good i think in a siege map yeah anyway good map yeah also also there's a lot of like balconies that you can hop down and stuff mm-hmm. you know like instead of yeah. like a staircase that you have to go down the staircase there's always almost always a balcony that you can hop over instead mm-hmm. or there's like um there's lots of windows too, like the the kitchen serving area like it's nice to have that window that sort of connects those two rooms visually right yeah. um so I, I yeah i think it's a really really good map there's an excellent job as long as we're on the uh subject of maps i got a bunch of feedback on twitter from people saying like uh theme parks like one of my favorite maps or really? like i like fortress and theme park <laughs> like because really? we just like we ragged on fortress and theme park last week i feel like uh so some people were saying they liked him which is fine like if you like you like what you like and that's great it's just we have specific issues with them, um, which I think we've covered in depth. Yeah. But if I remember correctly from the um, survey, not that it's showing the whole community or anything, but I think it was one of the maps that people, most people disliked. Theme park? Yeah. I know that, like, I mean, there's certainly a lot of uh, complaining about it when it comes up in a ranked match and, like, just on Reddit in general, people like sort of like theme park being the butt of the jokes, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that it's pretty common to to not like theme park, but of course, I mean, every, there's always somebody who likes everything, right? So yeah, it looks so it looks like it comes in fourth 
behind Favela, Tower, and Yacht. So that it's in first in the ones that are in the ranked playlist. What do you mean it comes in fourth? Uh, the fourth like from the last? Fourth from, yeah. So the question is, what is your least favorite maps to play uh, on? And it's ranked okay. fourth in that list of questions. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that says a lot. Uh, I, I think, like, it, I think it has redeeming qualities. And so, like, I could see liking it, um, especially, like, depending on how you play, too. Like, if you're a Kaveri main, like, of course you like it. Like, you know, yeah. like, it's just, it's designed for you to just completely wreck the other team. But, like, also, like, there's certain parts that are really good. Like, Drug Labs, I think, is really, really good. I like the most of the daycare objective. I like that area. Um, it's really the other side of the map that's problematic. And the the connections between that, like, just that huge maze of rooms um, is is really hard to navigate. But, like, there are parts that are really, really cool. So, I can see liking it. And, like, and, and I'm not trying to, like, crap on anybody's opinion it's 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 the part the part that i actually enjoy is the drug labs half of the map that half is totally fine by me and i like like i don't mind it it's the other half that i'm like nope nope hate theme park yeah yep and and i like i don't like it a lot i i like it a lot less attacking than i do defending yeah because i always feel like i can't find a way just i just want to get in and get to the objective and play the objective and I, i just always feel like I'm like getting hit as I'm trying to enter the building or mm-hmm. there's like, there's always somebody behind me, you know, it's just like, yeah. I just want to get in and play the freaking game. Like, I don't want to deal with this garbage. I don't want to deal with the trains, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, like sometimes like, I just want a garage door that I can open and be in the objective. So it's like, okay, this is, I'm focusing on this one thing, right? Like yeah. everything's in front of me and like, I'm not having to worry about the rest, you know? And like the, it, that map just doesn't have that. Yeah. So like drug labs in particular, there's no good way to attack drug labs, at least that I have found. Yeah, it's true. It's people always try to push that window, or try to come in the front door, but it's like all those places are awful. Right. Like the, I mean, the only real way to do it is to come from the other side of the map. That's very confusing and, mm-hmm. and amazing and a good place for cap to hide. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> like either, either way seems like a bad option. So yeah. Um, maybe we just need to like, we need some pro players to help us out. And by pro, I just mean like better than us, which isn't that hard to be <laughs> true. Uh, anyway, back to uh burnt horizon, anything on gridlock? I, I still haven't seen her be effective yet. Like I haven't played against her in a way where I'm like, oh, dang it, Gridlock, or played with her. And I'm like, yeah. oh, dang, good play, Gridlock. I don't think I've played her live. Um, and I did play her a bunch in the TS, but like I never had anything that that like was seemed like, oh yeah, this, this is a good reason to play Gridlock yeah. or whatever. Like I don't know. I'm I'm struggling to really find her being super useful. So I'm I'm looking forward to that first like video i see or that teammate i see was really good with her just like uh just seeing what she's really capable of like with clash right when clash came out we thought the same thing and then we saw some videos we're like oh okay clash can be good Mm -hmm. you know so i'm looking forward to seeing that yeah um who came out who just came out oh kaid and nomad yeah kaid and nomad kaid still hasn't really shown a no i mean he's good to stop hatch breaches but then at the same time like a thatcher can stop that so easily Mm -hmm. it's just not a problem you know uh so I don't know. There's a few objectives where I've tried Kaid and tried like committing Kaid on that objective and like see if I can make him work. And I never feel like it does anything better than just like I should have just been Maestro and just stopped that breach that way. Yeah. You know. True. Um, so. Anyway. <laughs> I actually have a funny story on Maestro. We were playing. Uh, what's that map? Uh, Villa I know what we're talking about, but I can't even think of it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we were playing Villa. And we were up in aviator room and like, I always play some Meister in the office because mm-hmm. they're always pushing that, that balcony door. And so like, I have my Meister there as always. 
and like they were down to two guys i think and they like they were both in the office and like we had them sort of like boxed in we had guys in the hallway and guys in the aviator room and sort of they were just sort of boxed in and so one of them was thermite and he's just like in the corner opposite my evil eye and like he's stuck there and he had been staring at my evil eye the whole time waiting for me to like try to shoot him or something you know and i'm like i'm not dumb i'm not gonna like open up the thing and Mm -hmm. like lose it and so i'm just like continually spotting him and his friend and then uh and then he decides to like turn around and just try to breach into the bar and i'm like you're an idiot. And so like he's like placing his giant exothermic charge and I'm sitting there with like a perfect shot on it. And before he even like finished the animation, I like killed it. And I was like, you're so stupid. Why could, why did you think that was going to work? Yeah. Like you, you were staring at my evil eye the whole time. Like, why did you think that was going to like get you out of this situation? That was very dumb. Very, very dumb. I don't know. Like maybe he was trying to bait it or something, but if he was, he didn't do a very good job because I won. <laughs> It was just funny. Yeah, it was dying like, too. You're a bad thermite. Which I mean, uh, those aren't hard to come by, to be honest. But yeah. Um. Okay. Um. So let's talk about patch notes. Oh, hey, patch notes—they're boring. Yeah, they're pretty boring. And it fixes some. It's just Don't like, fixes, like it fixes some stuff. Um. <laughs> yeah. So they clarified that they're like x.1 patches are going to be primarily geared towards fixing last minute issues from the uh the newest season release so we should be seeing this every season that they're going to do sort of a hot fix a week or two after the season comes out to fix like the big bugs that they find yeah so uh what do you want to highlight from here you know nothing not much yeah uh something about was this the same bug with the the sprint prone thing that was in the TS? No, that's something different. Okay. There's some sliding thing with sprinting and and proning which I don't know what that is. Yeah, that so takes... it's just it's just like while you're going from prone you just start sprinting from that position you like start off sliding instead of like getting up and running. Uh, so you're just like in a sliding motion. So it's just a weird animation. Okay. Um the one thing that is kind of nice, so when you were in a maestro camera or behind a black mirror and you were looking at your friendly Mozzie taken drone, it didn't show the white outline like it should. And so they fixed that. So now maestro doesn't think he's... Oh, did they a, yeah. fix that? Yeah. So maestro would think it was a bad drone because it oh, didn't have good, the outline and shoot it. But okay, yeah. I saw a video it. of that today. So that's good that they fixed that because mm-hmm. as a maestro, man, that's that's not great. Yeah, it was problematic. But it's uh, it's, it's 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 fixed. They said uh, they fixed a, a run out or spawn kill on the catwalk in motel parking lot on Outback, which I haven't seen that, but I don't know what they're going to do to fix it. They're probably just throwing up an extra trailer or like sign or something to block it, I would assume. Um, and also there was like a blocked window that you could repel through on Outback, apparently, which I didn't see that either, but that sounds pretty awesome. Uh, so that's fixed. Um, the the, the comments it. are pretty funny. So someone, so the letter V was somehow censored in game. Yeah, the letter V was censored in yeah. text chat. <laughs> so somehow it just like got into the filter, but someone commented asking like the letter V is blocked out for what? And then someone replied and said, it sounds like a straight typo got in the filter. It's Epi replied precisely. And then someone replied to that one saying, dang, too bad I'm permabanned from typing the letter V. And it's Epi replied to him and said, that isn't a thing. The filter has nothing to do with bands. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yes. Pretty much. It. Oh, there was a thing with when you alt tabbed out, you'd get a black screen. Oh yeah, a lot of people. That was that was on if you were in full screen, I think. 
it happened. Who plays in full screen? Borderless windowed. I don't know. Borderless windowed, my guys. Borderless yeah. windowed. Always. Well, uh, if you only have one monitor. Still, borderless windowed. Then I you guess. don't have to. Yeah. It doesn't have to like minimize and like it, it. Borderless windowed always, and you can like have things on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. One thousand porcientos. Um. Okay. I have two Reddit posts that are pretty good. One of them's just really funny, and the other one's like just good. So this one is by Lightning Ravager. Yep. Ravaging Lightning sounds like a fun hobby. Yeah, you know, it really is. Um, but his his feedback is, can we click on these circles to choose our spawn points? And it basically shows that spawn yes. selection screen picture yes. where it shows, like, the circles of where it is, but you can't click on them. You have to click on the left side. Yes. And, and you have to know what it's called. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, they're not in any order at all, mm. so... Yeah, and yeah, there's no consistency. Like sometimes no. the second floor objective is like the third option, and then yeah. there's like a basement one below it and a first floor one above it. It's like, like what? What are these even ordered by? Yeah, that well, that one's harder because like you can't click underneath one, right? Like if, like it, on. Well, no, I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, like on the list, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, on the list, it's like first like, floor, is... first floor, second floor, basement. Silly. Like what? Yeah, no, that it is like ordered. Interesting, but the the. What am I saying? The attacking ones. Like, you should be able to click on which one you want. Yeah. Because they look clickable, too. They're, like, circles that look 100% clickable. Well, I don't see why they don't, like... Yeah, for the attacking ones, obviously, because it's just, like, points around the map. That'd be mm-hmm. super easy. Like, and but for defending, I don't see why they don't have, like, a... Uh, one, they should redesign mm-hmm. that screen. Yeah. Right? And they should have, like, a second floor layout, and then a first floor layout, and then a basement layout. Like, you know, three separate things all next to each other. And then you it shows, like, all the spawn points. And you can go and pick one and it could yeah. be like color coded or something. Cause obviously like there's two spawn points for each one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that, that screen is just not very informative. You know, it's, it's hard to get anything from, especially from this series that like has such a record for having like really intense, like pre op plan phases, you know, like in the old, old games, you used to be able to like, like create like, like AI, stuff. like, routes that they would go and follow and I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm trying to remember exactly for sure but i think you could switch between the team so this was a single player game but like you could like you would you would map out the routes for each team there'd be like i don't know two or three like fire teams or whatever and then i think that you could switch between each one throughout the mission and like just uh like control whichever one you wanted to on the next phase mm-hmm. and so like that was very very cool and so for just for a series that has had stuff like this it's kind of annoying that like the prep phase now is is so um, bare bones, right? Mm-hmm. So th- that would be cool. Anyway, that's something, because we've talked about that before. That that should be a thing. Um, this other one is just funny. It's by King Nick 1314 His title is We've All Been There, and it's a pie chart, and it basically just says reasons you die in Rainbow Six Siege. I'm going to censor this one for us when we get down to it. But so one of the little slivers that's small is like, but I was blitz. Another small sliver is rubber banding a little bit bigger of a sliver is didn't hear that nitro. You have, didn't see Capkin or frost. Then you have team kills. Then you have other team were on headsets and had strats. And then you have this big piece of the pie chart that just says effing bull crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the reason I die. Most times usually a lot of garbage. It's a, it's a classic meme, but it always works. 75% of the reasons I die. Love it. It was just funny. Um, should we dive into some listener questions and feedback? Yeah, let's 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 let's. What are they? Did you just develop a stutter today? You know, 
there I was earlier today <laughs> writing something, writing a paper. And so I was just like, I typed the first word and I just said it over and over and over again until I was ready to type the next word. Okay. That makes sense. Sure. So I got in the habit of saying it today. All right. I am also somehow in the FBI SWAT of our Discord. No longer. <laughs> Chris has been broadcasting this to the Discord. Awesome. Uh, we should actually do that. We should we should do like a very like simple live version of the podcast where we just join the Discord channel and people can listen in. Mm. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Now let us know what you think. Post that in the podcast feedback channel. What, yeah. what you think about that? That'd be like a very, very easy way to do it live without having to get complicated with like streaming or anything. Discord's broken right now. Uh, Discord's broken? Yep. Okay. Okay. I'll fix we'll it. fix it. Well, good thing that we have Twitter questions. So, um, yeah, listener questions segment is so much fun. And you guys can send in your questions uh, to Twitter at r6unrenowned or better yet on our Discord server. Which has now reached two hundred members. Two zero zero. That's one hundred plus one hundred, or two times one hundred. And we've even gone over two hundred, so you could even subtract you and me, we'd still be over two hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you guys should join. It's a it's a lot of fun. Uh it's a it's a fun group. Like people are talking siege, they're talking life, they're, you know, just hanging out, they're memeing and all kinds of fun stuff. So you should join. You can find that link on our Twitter account, which is at r 6 renowned again, or you can find it in the show notes. Uh, yeah. So let's start with some Twitter questions here. So at Olivia asked, uh, what about a play of the game with the MVP mentioned like in Overwatch? Have you seen this feature of Overwatch? Nope. So at the end of an Overwatch game, it'll have like, you know how like at the end of a Call of Duty game or actually in Rainbow Six too, it has mm-hmm. like final kill cam. Mm-hmm. So instead of that, it'll have like a play of the game and it'll go back and find like the most influential or just like a six kill or like some, some big thing that happened and like show that. And so like, that's cool because in Overwatch, like there's all these powers and like, yeah. you know, there's like really cool stuff happening all the time. It's cool to see this one like big thing that like maybe turn the tide or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that for Siege? It'd be cool. It'd be hard for it to determine like what was the best play. I agree, but it'd be cool if it just showed like someone got three kills in a row all of a sudden or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it'd be really easy to do if like if there was a like a a three kill or like a quick mm-hmm. ace or something. Like it'd be pretty easy to to show that or like somebody who gets like a two kill and then a defuse. Like that'd be pretty mm-hmm. easy. But like for the most part, I think it'd be pretty hard to develop some sort of algorithm that, that determines something that everybody isn't just like okay like come on that didn't mean anything like that yeah that play was whatever you know yeah like that was that was better than that guy's three kill to turn around yeah you know, i don't know you know but like yeah. i think it'd be hard to determine uh it would be cool though like if they did something like that to see it instead of from the first person view to see it like from a third person view like you know how sometimes at the end of a round i can't remember exactly how it triggers but sometimes for some reason it'll show like the third person overhead yeah it'll show it like in the corner of a room or something i, th- I think it's like when the time runs out yeah is when it'll usually show that but like if it did something like that where like here's this guy like getting a pretty sweet like uh two kill and then a, and then a, like disable of the diffuser like it'd be cool to see that from like a a wide perspective. overhead angle yeah that'd be cool um, yeah, I, I like it. I think we should do it, assuming that it's uh, doable. Um, okay, lots of stuff about liking theme park. <laughs> I get it, people. I'm sorry. I'm not. Um, <laughs> at Steel Switch still thinks this, a mild version of the gunsmith system from Ghost Recon Wildlands would be a good idea. 
a mild version. I still think no. I don't care how mild you get. <laughs> like, there's already too many attachments in Siege. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's too many, but I I just don't want more things I have to choose from. To try yeah, to... I, I don't want to have to deal with it. I just want to play without feeling like I didn't min-max properly, and that's why I'm losing yeah. sometimes, you know? Okay, let's move on to our Discord questions. And again, you can join this. Uh, find the link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. This time we were answering fire truck emoji questions. Fire truck emoji. What's that I'm with the fire truck? The ones we're answering today. Starting with the Scabaduba. Scabaduda. He says with the new map Outback, there are also some Easter eggs. One of them is a poster of Trials Rising and some bikes driving in the background. Have you guys ever played a game of the Trials series? If yes, what do you think of it? Both of us, yes, have. Yeah, I've played Trials HD. I think that's the only one I played. Um, I played that, and then I've also played Trials Frontier, which is on your phone, and it's actually pretty good. It's actually it's really good, and then it gets to a point where like you've upgraded your bike, and then it's starting to make you use like other bikes instead of the bike that you've upgraded because mm-hmm. they want you to buy stuff. Oh, you have to buy them? No, you don't have to buy them with real money, but like you can buy them with in-game currency. Mm-hmm. But then like you upgrade your one bike, and they make you use another bike that sucks on certain courses, certain tracks, and so that influences you to try to buy more in-game currency with like real life money yeah well that's been the same forever like yeah since trials hg it's always been like oh this bike you can only use or this course you can only use these bikes or um but wasn't it easier and like the console version i guess i haven't played that one that you're talking about so i don't know but um if i like as far as i remember the like console version was a lot easier to upgrade your bike and stuff and this it's like ridiculous it always sucks when you feel like they're driving you toward microtransactions mm-hmm. like very heavy-handedly yeah it's like and the thing is like give me an option to just buy the game like i I just buy it for 4.99 and then i get to play it normal. yeah yeah it, it does suck when they don't do that but of, of course i understand why they don't because turns out microtransaction games make way more money than other games um but I, yeah, I like the trial series, at least what I played. Um, mm. I don't think I would play another one because I get, I, I'm a completionist. And so I have to finish it. I have to beat it. I have to try to like unlock everything, get all the achievements. And so like when I get in a game like that, it's just like, it's just so frustrating. But it's so satisfying when you get it, when you finally beat that level at the Not right time. Not satisfying like, enough. Oh, yes. <laughs> I freaking did it. Not enough. It's just, it's just frustration and just knowing how bad I am at it. Yeah. It is, but it's fun. Also, can I addendum again to um, the last, like, two weeks ago question about games that shaped our childhood? So I forgot to say Battlefront 2. Again? Yeah. Battlefront 2. Ooh. Battlefront 2. Another game that my sister and I played a lot together. The old Battlefront games were so, so good. good. So much so fun. So fun. You get, like, after you got, like, I think it was a Guardian or a Veteran or something, you kill, like a kill a certain streak. amount of people. Yeah um you get like this super good gun where like it's like yes. one shot kills basically yeah you go from <sighs> just like the standard like blaster. star wars blaster to just this like, like this triple precision shot, thing purple that, yeah blazer beam gun and, like it's just the, like this like awful like rich get richer kill streak thing like like the old, like the call of duties right where mm-hmm. it's like oh great now that guy who's already doing amazing has dogs like yeah cool you know, like, it's just like, yeah. it's so dumb. Your, your gun just gets upgraded to be like five times better. It's so good. It's so great. So fun. Oh, love it. Good one. Uh, we're going to have to keep thinking of those and just come up with a new one every single week of like, oh, we forgot to mention. I, I, I'll probably keep doing it every single week. Uh, Mario Kart 64. Mm. Oh, yeah. Freaking Mario Kart. 
Double Dash and then the Wii Mario Kart, actually. I played that a lot. Double Dash is not as good. I played Wii Mario Kart a ton. Mario Kart 64. Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing is an underrated kart racer. <laughs> so good. Underrated. It is... It might be better than Mario Kart 64. It's it's like it's right there. This is that that battle mode in Diddy Kong Racing is really good. Very good. Icicle Pyramid, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a good time. Okay, Jukus wants to know what's your favorite Lord of the Rings movie or book and why? So Ryan got a little excited with this one and started answering it right away, and I thought, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize it was in the podcast questions thing, so I just like answered it in the Discord. But for the listeners, um for the books, I kinda like I just consider it really one book, so I like I wouldn't really have yeah. a favorite. That's the only one I've seen is just the, I I actually have seen it separated, but the only one that we've had is the one book like, version. Where they're, yeah, where they're all together. Yeah. Um and I, I guess I'm talking about Lord the like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So right. I like that better than The Hobbit, if that's the answer. Um as far as movies, Two Towers. Two Towers is so good. Like the pacing of Two Towers is really, really great, aside from some slowness around Treebeard and the Hobbits. That that gets mm-hmm. a little long, but mm-hmm. Like for the most part, the pacing is really good. Um, Helm's Deep is just amazing. Like I think it's I think it's the best battle sequence in all of Lord of the Rings movies. Like yeah. Eleanor Fields is really really good. Eleanor Fields is really good, and so is the Black Gate. The Black Gate's really good, but yeah, like like it's good. Those ones they have such a large scale mm-hmm. that it's like it's hard to get any sense of what's really going on. Yeah, you know. Whereas like Helm's Deep, like it's it's so tight and focused that like you can follow the like the battle and like. Oh no, they've lost the wall. They've lost the, you know, the first keep and like mm-hmm. they've fallen back to the, like the inner thing. And, like you can sort of follow how it's going and like see the turning points. Yeah, true. And with that one, it does kind of skip back to Treebeard during that battle, but I feel like the Pelennor Fields one keeps like more frequently goes back to like Gandalf and um Sam and Frodo. N- that and then Gandalf. Well, yeah, and- Gandalf's in the city. Yeah, and he's talking to like Pippin or whatever, and yeah. then it goes back to like the king and him burning Faramir, and then it goes back to like the like Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas. Yeah, so like it keeps like it, I just want to watch the battle, but it keeps like going to these other scenes. Like right, and those I just want to watch this. Yeah, I also <laughs> like, want to watch like, the orcs die when when Aragorn shows up with the undead. Like it's really unsatisfying yeah, how they're just over. ghosts that just come out and just sweep over the field, and it's like done. And like yeah. I haven't read the book in a while, but from what I remember, I always at least had the vision of them being more like skeletons than like ghosts. Okay. So, interesting. Like, they were a little more physical and they actually came out and fought and it wasn't like necessarily they sort of just, like came as like ants across the battlefield. Yeah. And, and just like, everything wiped just out away. everything it touched. Yeah. So like, like that's kind of like anticlimactic, I feel like. And so like, that could have been done better. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, wasn't there... I think it's actually in the two towers, which would have been cool. The doors were fighting someone like in the north or something, weren't they? Also being invaded at the same time. Uh, there's no major dwarf battles in the Lord of the Rings. No, there in in the Hobbit. There okay. are. Um, I thought like they were being invaded at the same time, and that's why like they were never called for aid or anything because they were also being invaded by. In like, I'm pretty sure in the story they did have their own issues going on, but also part of it was just like they didn't care. Yeah, they were just doing their own thing and i mean and there wasn't uh there wasn't really a strong um kingdom of dwarves like they were pretty messed up after the hobbit stuff with the Mm -hmm. dragon and all that yeah um yeah also the coolest part about two towers is you get to see the elves fight 
And Dallas are so good. Yeah. They're yeah. so fun to watch. Haldir's Armor, which that's totally non-canon, like Haldir's Armor coming to Helm's Deep. Mm-hmm. But, oh, so good. Like, Elves' combat in Lord of the Rings is very, very, very good. Yeah, very so satisfying to watch. I am super looking forward to the Amazon series. Yes, same. I hope it's... Some new details came out, like, just today. Oh, really? Uh, so it's going to be based in the Second Age. And so the the Lord of the Rings stuff all happens in the Third Age. Okay. So this is back to, like, at the prequel... Oh, not the prequel, but, like, the, the intro sequence to Lord of the Rings when it has, like... Uh, Elrond leading the elves to fight against Sauron. Okay, okay. That second age. Okay. So like we're going way, way back. And so it's apparently going to set up, I think this part I think is rumor, but it's apparently going to set up um, Numenor and how the Numenor kingdom fell. So Numenor is like where Aragorn descends from. Mm -hmm. It was this like really major kingdom of men that sort of got corrupt after like they were got really powerful and they sort of, uh, you know, just they started doing bad stuff and then they ended up uh, basically being wiped out by like the God of middle earth. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and then like Aragorn's people come from that. They were like the good ones that left and went and settled like actual middle earth and not this Island of Numenor. So sounds interesting. So we won't, we won't see any characters that we've seen before, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, but it'll be so good. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, I think probably one of my favorite battles though, is the battle in the mines of Moria. That is so fun. So fun. Uh, Which which is your favorite movie? Probably the Two Towers. I just, I honestly, when I watch the movies, a lot of the times I just skip to the wars. (laughs) Just watch the wars over and over. Battle scenes, yeah. Because like I like the movie, but I just love the battle scenes. Yeah, they're so good. Like I think the Fellowship does really, really good with those battles with just the party. Like, it's just so cool. Like, the In the Minds of Moria is really, really good. And then, like, the very end sequence where they're fighting mm-hmm. against uh, the orcs that come. I love take. watching Aragorn fight. Like, he's got, oh. like, a hundred orcs coming at him. He just goes towards him. Like, oh, you're crazy. He's just mowing him down. He's like, oh, it's so good. And Boromir, too. Like, Boromir mm-hmm. is just, like, slicing him. He had a him. very legendary death. Yeah, so good. Um, is there another big sequence in that? I guess there's Aragorn fighting the, <laughs> the horn. <laughs> it's so epic it's so epic uh okay that's enough lord of the rings sorry um next one um error 7342590 made a discord just so he could ask a question and comment on our stuff so he asked good call huh good call yeah very good call yes if we think that they should change alibi's holograms to match the uniform that you have equipped um Justin Friendly gives a very advanced like reason why this would be very hard for them to do. Yeah. Which I'm sure is a hundred percent true. He works as like a developer and some, I don't know. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like I think it'd be way cool if they could implement it easy. Um, but at the same time, I also like, yeah, when I see Alibi, I notice her skin, but I don't notice it enough where I'm like, oh, that's not the skin she was using. So I know that's not Alibi. The right. thing, like sometimes I don't even realize it's Alibi that's there. I just notice it's something that's standing mm-hmm. there. Something mm-hmm. that looks like a person is in front of me all of a sudden. Yeah. And that's what I shoot at. Right. Yeah. Like I, yeah. And maybe there's players who are a lot better than me that do, but same as you, I don't notice what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like, I'm sure when they have a, um, What's it called? A lead, uh, not legendary. What do they call it? Epic skin, elite, elite skin. For I'm sure that that will match. You know, so then oh, that, yeah, that'll be at least one. Yeah, at least one skin that you could choose that would that would match. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
that'd be good. And then the other thing is just like, I don't think that alibis holograms against a good player really work as a decoy anyway. Like, I don't think very many people see that and think like, oh, that's alibi. I'll shoot her, you know? Yeah. I think what you really want to use it for is just to block sight lines so that if they want Mm -hmm. to shoot through this like critical window, they have to shoot through your alibi thing. I think that's really the best way to use those things. Mm -hmm. It seems like that's how they use it a lot in the pro league. They do play here in the pro league and they're using it. Like they put it in front of windows that are like major sight lines and stuff. And then it gives them intel of like this person's right here. Yeah. And frequent ticks. And and it just makes it harder for, for the attackers to see through that window. Right. And see who's Mm -hmm. behind them or whatever, who's behind it. So yeah, like I, I I think that like it would be nice, but I don't think it's really affecting it maybe as much as you might think. Yeah, I think it'd be cool though. Yeah, it would be good. Like I think if it's feasible, like they should do it. But I think also if it was feasible, they would have done it to start with. Yep. Uh, Try hard atop says though I know this isn't an R six question, but what are your thoughts on Halo finally coming back home to the PC mm, home? We'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> and allowing us to finish the fight. And how do you think it will affect? The podcast, since you both are very outspoken on how much you like, love Halo, uh, with Master Chief Collection now containing Reach, 1, 2, 3, ODST, and 4. Um, so first of all, home to the PC, unless you're talking about like how it was first announced for Mac and then it was going to come to PC and like its whole series, that its whole like, you know, like all that like way, way backstory uh halo definitely is home on the xbox so i'm gonna take issue with that statement but as far as halo coming to the pc yes great fantastic i am so excited yeah it'll be good like i'm excited to play halo with the mouse and keyboard and on like on great hardware you know like hopefully they're going to optimize some things and reach specifically so that it runs a lot better because like on man it could it could drop to like sub 30 fps mm-hmm. sometimes like on, on on the old xbox 360 so uh i look forward to playing reach in 60 frames per second um also uh what else was i gonna say um oh i just like pc gaming in general i love so much because you don't like have to have all your friends on the same platform and like on the same generation it's just like everybody you know does their upgrades when they're ready to do their upgrades but everybody's on pc and you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about like backwards compatibility or like oh and now we can't like go back and play halo 2 anymore because they shut down the servers for it on xbox Live. you know yeah. like that stuff doesn't happen on pc no nope. i mean obviously games die but like like for the most part it's like if i want to go back and play a pc game from 1993 if i still own it on steam or whatever you know like then I just load it up and I play it and that's yeah. fine. Like, so like, that's just really nice. Like PC is just so, such a consistent platform. And it's just like when all your friends are on PC, it just makes it so easy. Just like, Hey, everybody just buy a master chief collection and we'll, we'll play it anytime we want, you know? So like, I, I'm really excited for that aspect. I'm so Halo reach. I, I've played Halo reach so much. It's probably one of the Halos I think I put most time into. Cause that's yeah. when it, like it came out when I was like at my, gaming stage of life <laughs> um so i put so much time into halo reach so i'm so excited for it to come on pc and be alive again so i can play halo reach again yeah i'm hoping that there are achievements like i'm sure there will be like steam mm-hmm. achievements or whatever but i'm hoping that i can link it up to my xbox profile and just like keep getting halo achievements over and over and over again like, <laughs> i just love my xbox profile to just have like thousands and thousands of gamer score on halo achievements it's so cool yeah, um, halos i'm 
very excited. Getting us on a dangerous tangent. We're talking about Lord of the Rings and then asking how we like Halo coming to PC. Yeah, you guys are doing are thrilled. You're doing very good at the uh, non-siege questions. <laughs> <laughs> you found the ones that will just get us going. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we should have when it comes out. We should have like a big unrenowned community, like big team battle play date. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Man, that would be amazing. I I can't wait. I can't wait till they announce it. Like the date. It's gonna be good. Okay, error seven three four two five nine zero has another question. What headset do you guys use? I still use Turtle Beach X twelves. Thank you. I I just had it in my head and it left. Turtle Beach X twelves. They're like an Xbox three sixty headset that yeah. came out a very long time ago. Yeah, and they're great for a fifty dollar headset. Great, great headset really, for fifty really bucks. Good. It's not like super uncomfortable. Like it's not the most comfortable thing in the world at all. Like you get used to it, and it's like pretty comfortable, and the mic's really good for a the mic's headset. way better than most headsets in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, it picks up a lot, but it does yeah, but it sounds good, and it will pick up like what's in your what's going on in your headphones if you don't have a noise gate on. Um, oh really? Yeah. So I set up a noise gate in Discord so that doesn't happen or anything. But I I love it. I've had it for like five years. Yeah, it's it's a good headset for the money, and I think these days are like thirty thirty five bucks. So like, yeah, good headset. Um, I use Arctic Five. What's this thing called? I can't remember. It's it's a wireless headset. Um, that is okay. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find it. Uh, I think it's called Arctic Five or something. I no, thought you really liked it. That's not it. Steel Series Arctic Seven. I think it might be. I do like it. I I like having a wireless headset for one, and it was the right price. I think I got it for a hundred bucks. Um, so that's really good. Um, the one thing that's weird about it that I don't really love is like, instead of just like a standard, like headset headband thing, mm-hmm. it has like this weird, like elastic headband yeah. that like sits on your head. And then like, there's like a, like a metal, like the actual frame of the headset sort of sits above your head, like mm-hmm. floating, which it just looks really weird. So especially like since I stream, like I feel like it looks weird. Um, but I mean, I've seen other people that have it, so whatever, but like, it it is comfortable because it doesn't have like the weight on your head. Like that's kind of nice. Um, but then also like it slips a little bit because it's just, it, because it doesn't have the weight there. It's like, it's not as tight. So like if I'm like, because it's wireless, I'll like get up and walk around with it. And if I like lean forward, I'll have to like catch it. So it doesn't like fall off my head or whatever, but but it's a good headset. I like it. Um, yeah, the mic doesn't sound very good, which I'm disappointed about. Um, the one thing I hate about headsets though, is like it really, if you're, gaming in the middle of the day or something you want to go somewhere it like really ruins your hair it, like, it does it's so annoying layer in your hair it's like ah yeah and so well, and, and then now. like around your ears too so like mm-hmm. it does the one on top obviously but then like around your ears there's like this flat mark which is yeah like, i always wear a hat now when i put on when i game in the middle of the afternoon yeah it looks i hate it it looks so stupid and there's like nothing you can do about it nope nothing once you know, when your hair gets your set hair in a certain really direction short. unless you take a shower and like really like wash it and stuff and then dry it it's stuck yeah at least ours we have like really straight like stubborn hair mm-hmm. and maybe if you have like more like poofy curly hair or something it's not a problem but for us like nope headset hair looks really really bad yes doc is my dad is two questions first one is water wet yes this is one of those very controversial questions in the world yes water is wet um and there's two answers yes it's wet or no it's not wet <laughs> Ryan thinks yes. I think water doesn't have the personality of the possibility of being wet. Like you can't say water's wrinkly. You can say my skin's wrinkly, but water can't be wrinkly. So it's like <laughs> water just doesn't have that trait of wetness. You can't say like water's wet because it just doesn't have that 
adjective to describe it. That's my take on it. But okay, wet, not wet. I don't care. I think yes. In all seriousness, no, you couldn't care less. If you could care less, you'd probably care less. No, I couldn't care less. Oh, is that what you said? I thought you said you could care less. I didn't. I didn't say I couldn't or could care less. Oh, wait. Did you <laughs> I, say I, that thought you said, I thought you said I could care less. No, it's like, well, then care less. People get that confused all the time. They'll be like, I could care less. I'm like, well, then start caring less. Like, you know. Um, in all seriousness, though, Doc is my dad asks, what are your views on the glass rework? Do you guys agree or disagree or are you neutral? Um, my, well, my favorite part of that question is he says, I have a friend who's a glass man and he hates it. Well, duh. This <laughs> glass is getting nerfed. Of course, the glass man's hate it. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's a really good thing. I don't think glass should be able to like throw down the smoke and like push through it to the objective. I think it's better to have him as someone that has to, you got to stand still and focus while you're glass and hold something instead of pushing. Yeah, I think it's a good creative solution to what Ubisoft sees as the problem with glass. Uh, so I guess what it comes down to is whether or not you agree that that it's a problem that Glass is a really strong pusher. And if you don't agree, then obviously you won't think that this is a good nerf. But I think if you agree that that's the the case, I think that this is a very, very good solution to that problem without like significantly hurting his, uh, his effectiveness um, in general. So I say good on you, Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Steel Switch asks, have you guys ever listened to any Siege podcasts of the past or current? Also, what content are you watching online about Siege? Who's content online? Um, I don't listen to any other podcasts. There was actually. a podcast when Siege like first came out um, around there. Was it called the Siege Cast? Was that the one? I don't know if it was the Siege Cast or if it was a different one, but there was one that we listened to like at least a couple of episodes to sort of see. And we're like, I remember listening to it and they said something about like smoke being like a, a three speed or something. And I was like, these guys are idiots. Like, I know this. Oh, I do remember this. You remember this? Yeah. And like, like, and there was like a few other things to it. Like, that's the one I remember for some reason. But like, I remember a few other things. I'm like, these guys don't even know what they're talking about. Like, we should do a siege podcast. And this was like three years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we should be doing this. Like, we know more about siege than these guys do. Like, we're way more into it than these guys are. We should be doing a siege podcast. Uh, and then it just took us forever to get to it. but <laughs> And now we don't know as much about Siege as I'm sure some of our listeners do because it's such a bigger game now. We just don't have as much time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, like I, I did do that. Um, I also, like just when we were getting ready to start this, I sort of did some research to see what other podcasts were out there. And I found, um, what's that one called? Get flanked? Swapping Mags. Oh, Swapping Mags. Yeah. I don't like it as much. If you listen to Zobby Mags, then good on you, but I, mm, not my thing. Uh, and then also Get Flank's podcast, which is called... This is pretty good. Um, Hot Breach. Hot Breach, yeah. Hot Breach I, is good. I've listened to a few. I I just don't really listen to podcasts in general, which is why I don't listen to them, but they're, yeah. they're good because they're really informed about the game and they're Right. I mean, they play players. a lot, right? And yeah. and they're like making videos about it and stuff. So like they're really involved with it, which is mm-hmm. a cool take and a cool perspective. Um. I think like I'll usually I'll listen to theirs like if something really big happened in Siege like with like the year four roadmap I went and listened to them just to see like what other people were thinking about it you know Mm -hmm. Um, and I think they they do a good job my what I don't like about it is that I think it's a little too long Um, I think they like they dwell on things a little too long and then they get too much into like other games and stuff I feel like so as we um, sit here and talk about it yeah yeah (laughs) no like I I think that what's good about it is that we 
like I, all the podcasts that currently are out there for siege right now, I feel like we're all sort of like doing it a little bit differently. Right. And so like mm-hmm. you can find the one that you like the best and go with that. And like everybody's doing a little bit different. So it's, I think it's a, it's a good, healthy podcasting group right now on siege. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, second part of this question, whose content are you watching online about siege? I've never actually watched people's the only when I watched videos, I watched Icy Cat at the very first start. He had new content that nobody else had because mm-hmm. he had gone to the like the certain things. Yeah. So that's when I was watching people's content. It wasn't just Icy Cat, it was Icy Cat and a few other people that I was watching. But other than that, I just never have watched people's content because they all like what they do is they give information that we have from the game already from patch notes and right. stuff and i just see it on the reddit and then it comes up in their videos like yeah, i already know all this stuff right yeah I've if you're following the game really closely there's there's usually not very much reason to follow some of these people who are just doing like here's an analysis of this newest thing um so like do you watch any streamers um I'll, I'll watch uh can't think of his name oh my gosh matimio nope macy j macy j i'll watch macy j every once in a while but not like religiously at all yeah yeah like yeah if i'm gonna watch a stream i'll usually pop into macy j or matimio yep, i like those guys too. uh i'm trying to think who else streams there's king george tv i don't like i yeah, don't, I don't like watch him. king george uh, those are my top two like and then stream. like other people i'll just pop in or whatever um as far as like youtube and stuff i don't really watch much siege content either on youtube so uh who are your guys's favorite yeah there's a good question who do you guys, is there someone that makes like really funny youtube videos and we need we need oh um russian badger have you seen russian badger stuff no he's he's funny is he really he's he's a comedian doing siege stuff okay it's pretty good okay i'll check him out he's pretty good um buzzard man's question that's you yeah buzzard t buzzard g man says if you had to play a game for the rest of your life what would it be can we answer this at the same exact time on the count of three Uh, uh, hang on let me decide Ooh. okay one two three we're not Siege. revenge. <laughs> We're not revenge. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, let me tell you, I played that game for a long time because I'm a completionist and I had to do achievements, and it's not a game you want to play for a long time. <laughs> I think I liked it, though. It's pretty fun. It's fun. You don't want to put that much time into it. It's very quickly. It's a stupid car game where like, you crash your car into other cars to make as much damage as you can on the highway, basically. Yeah, it's fun. And there's some races and stuff, but anyway. Um, no, for, for real, you'd say Siege? I think I'd say Siege. Yeah, siege. the The thing with siege is like it's still going, and so like, right? I mean, the thought process has to be like, okay, this is gonna have to be a multiplayer game, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, any single player game, you will be done with it. I mean, I guess there's the At like point. the uh, what's this Skyrim games of, of the world, mm-hmm. right? That people will put thousands and thousands of hours into, but for the most part, like, you're not getting that much time out of a single player game yeah. before you're bored. Uh, so it seems like it has to be a multiplayer game. So then like the ones that I'm leaning toward are like either Rocket League, Siege, maybe one of the Halo games. Like MCC would be great because that's a like that's six games in one. Yeah, that's at this what I'm point. thinking is MCC is probably what I might pick. So so that's actually a really, really compelling one. Oof. But the thing with Siege is it's still changing and Siege is just Right. And, so and Siege great. just feels so different game to game to game to game. Mm-hmm. But Rocket League's another good one too, just because like I feel like I could just I could be so good at Rocket League if I just said if, yeah, I'm only playing Rocket League. And it's but. so relaxing too to play Rocket League. Actually, I might choose Rocket League just because I could be like, you know what? I'm just going to become a Rocket League pro. <laughs> I think I could do it. I think I could do it if I had the time. Surprise, Ryan's done playing Siege now. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Thanks I'm for that question. 
Uyalot, if you could come up with the perfect update for Siege, what would it be? Balancing new ops, new maps, etc. So if I had to come up... Should we say this one at the same time? Yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Castle, castle on attack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> castle on attack. Yes, <laughs> castle on attack. Um, okay, it would be a balance for Tachanka and Castle both would happen. There would be rank map fixes to the map playlist and ranked. There would be... Road to SI. Yep, basically Road to SI would be a thing. Um, and then somehow fixing like all the peekers advantage and all that stuff. I don't know how mm. the best way is to do it, but just like these kills that are like, come on, like what? Like all these kills where you just feel like you're being cheated. Yeah. There's a way to get rid of that. I don't know how, but anyway. Yeah. Mm. Good one. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I would want to fix. What's it, what's it like some of our... Like some of our top things. Didn't we have a thing with drones? The drone. Like, don't kick me out of my drone phase. That would oh, be in my yeah, 100%. ideal update. That would be my that's update. That's the I was trying to think of. Okay, next question. Steel Switch is our last question. He asks, which operator has a strong loadout but weak gadget, and which operator has a weak loadout but a strong gadget? Mm. So strong loadout, weak gadget. I'd say Vigil. Vigil has pretty good guns. He has impact grenades. Right? Yeah. He has impact. Uh, yeah. I think so. Um, but I feel like his gadget is just like a... Vigil's a good one. Ash? Yeah, Ash kind of too. Her gadget is sometimes I mean, her very useless. But... Yeah, but like you pick her for her guns, for a loadout. Uh, or for, yeah, for, for her weapons. Um... IQ used to have really good loadout and bad gadget, but they took away her frags. Yeah. Those are probably the best ones for that that I can think of off the top mm-hmm. of my head. Opposite side, weak loadout, but a strong gadget. Um, I just had one, then I forgot who it was. Dang it. <laughs> I had a good one in my head. Who was that? Laz. Use. Hang on. I got to pull up an operator list. This is, it's so hard to remember this stuff. Yeah. Guys, there's this effect that, like, when you are like live like recording things it's very difficult to think <laughs> like, like if you've ever like tried to do like youtube videos or streaming like it's hard to like talk and play at the same time um so let's see we were looking for a good gadget but weak weapons mm-hmm. oh oh uh capital uh, I, was, I was actually gonna mention that if that was the one you were thinking of yeah no capital like his gadget is pretty good um but man those weapons yeah his weapons just there and he doesn't have frags or anything so it's just eh. Yeah. Didn't he used to have frags? He did. He used to have frags. Uh, Castle's another one that's a little bit there. Like, the ump is good because it's steady, but, like, it just doesn't do any damage. And so, like, I don't get a lot of headshots. And it doesn't have an ACOG. So, like... I love that gun. With that. Like, it's it's good, but, like, I would I would take, like, a higher damage gun over that. Yeah. Um, and I think his gadget is good if, it, if you play it right. Yeah. Uh, who else? This is a good question. I, overall, the print that I feel like has the most balanced, like really good ladder and a pretty good gadget, Sledge. Like he has the frags, yep. he has a good gun. His gadget's really good. He's like the Mario of Siege. He really is. He's just, he's just like, just right there. Yeah, he's he's perfect. never gonna disappoint and you. It is. That's where he is every single time on that win loss delta and the pick he's, rate. Yeah. He's 
always right in the middle. He's in the cross. Target yeah. crosshairs are on sledge all the time. He's perfect. He's perfect. One also, day they're going to take away his frags and be like, what are you doing? I have to call out my boy Meister as having amazing of everything. <laughs> he's, just, he's so good. He's so yeah, good. he really does. He has a really good gadget, really good uh, loadout. Great gun. Great gun. Oh, he's so good. Okay. Uh, I think that covers that. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, me neither. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. You can, of course, catch a new episode next Wednesday. We look forward to seeing you then. Don't forget to join the Discord and follow us on Twitter. Um, Also, you can follow us if you like listening to and spending time with us. (laughs) I am VG Fiasco. You made a really weird face when you did that. I'm so excited. VG Fiasco on YouTube and Twitch. Satisfactory comes out tomorrow. So, yes, we'll probably be streaming on Twitch at just hello with three O's. Yes, so it by, actually comes out. By the time you hear this, we will be streaming lots of satisfactory. One hundred thousand percent. You will you will join and you will be like, "What the f is going on?" Because there are so many machines and yeah. so many computer belts. It's yeah. When you join in the middle, it's so hard to understand. Like I, don't know I will what's be happy on. to walk you through our amazing factory and show you what's going on. Same. So come come join us again. VG Fiasco. He's just hello with three O's. Thanks again for listening, guys. We love you. You guys are the best. Two hundred in the Discord. That is so amazing. You guys. Zeros are the freaking best. A two and then two zeros. That's like two and then two zero. Two zero zero. You yep. know how numbers work. I, you know, I've actually practiced those. <laughs> I learned in good, elementary school. Good job. Yeah. See you next time. Just goodbye. Goodbye.